Hey, it's Monique, and I'm back with the Brown Vegan Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode four, where I like to give you some tips and strategies on how to feel more comfortable and confident in giving vegan meals to your family. Based on my experience of almost four years of giving my own family vegan meals and enjoying that process with them. So today I wanted to come on and talk about how to get back on track after you fall off the vegan, I guess, wagon is like I like to call it. And the reason I wanted to bring this today is because I know this is the time of year where a lot of us had New Year's resolutions about going vegan or just even if you weren't even trying to go vegan, just trying to eat a little better, you know, give your family better meals and feel a little healthier. So I wanted to drink this because I know we're coming into February and this is a time of year where we kind of start to fall off of that, you know, fall off track and we're not feeling too good and too confident about some of the decisions that we made when we wrote out those New Year's resolutions. For myself, I'm actually struggling a little bit, not necessarily with food, but I'm kind of struggling with some um, projects that I kind of set up for myself and I was a little ambitious with some of my deadlines and so now I'm just taking some time back and, and looking at some of those things and getting back on track so I can completely relate to that. But even though right this second, like right this second meaning today, I'm not having any struggles with food, that has not always been the case. In fact, I actually just did a video on my YouTube channel Um, A conversation I had a few weeks ago with one of my friends and, you know, I have some food cravings still, even though I've been a vegan for almost four years, I still have food cravings. I still second guess my decision. I still have issues with food. And I just think that it's great for us to have an open dialogue and conversation about this. I will say that I was very nervous to talk about it because I don't really see a lot of conversations about people who are vegan and having problems with food. I feel like a lot of it the conversations in the books I read kind of make it seem like everybody can do it. It's easy. Just stay on track. Just do it, you know? And even though overall I do feel that this lifestyle has become a lot easier for me, I don't think that it's always the case for a lot of people, especially when you're trying to do it with the family. So I just wanted to give you some strategies and some, some a little bit of background of my own experience with this and give you some tips to help you feel more confident and getting started again on the journey if you fell off. So the first tip that I want to talk about is actually the importance of making the decision that you're going to go vegan. And I talked about this a little bit in the YouTube video that I put out. I'll make sure that I'll link the video below if you want to check that out. But, you know, I had a conversation with one of my really good friends about being vegan. And I loved having conversations with her because she's not a vegan. And I love getting her perspective. And I feel like it's really good to get some feedback from people who are not necessarily in the community, but who people who are supportive and loving, not someone who's going to kind of tear you down for making a decision to go vegan. But she's very open-minded, even though she's not a vegan. So I love having conversations with her. And I know that sometimes my viewers on YouTube like to hear that conversation as well. But one of the things I mentioned when I was with her is how I think it's so important to actually make the decision to go vegan. It's very difficult for most of us to do that. We say, we wake up Monday morning sometimes and we say, okay, this is the week I'm going to go vegan. This is what I'm going to do to go vegan. And we don't really necessarily put any planning into it. We just say we're going to do it and we just think we're going to eat a whole lot of salads and drink some smoothies and we're done, you know. But I think long term, that's not necessarily the best approach to it. You want to figure out a way to make this lifestyle work for you opposed to you working it, you know. Or let me rephrase that. You want to figure out a way to work this lifestyle opposed to letting the lifestyle work you. And that's one of the things I truly believe in this lifestyle. You have to do that. You have to figure out a way to make it work for you in the real world. But anyway, 
that goes kind of back to what I'm saying about making the decision to go vegan. Determine why you want to go vegan and do it, you know? And the way that you do that is you do some research. You check out some books from the library. You do some cooking from some of those books. I always recommend that when you first start your vegan journey that you don't look at, you know, traditional cookbooks, that you look at vegan cookbooks to get inspiration and ideas. And you just do that and do some cooking from there. Um, read some books about the lifestyle and get some real account from people who are actually living it and doing it. It's just so important to surround yourself with as much information as you can to keep you motivated and to inspire you to continue your journey because it gets kind of tough sometimes, you know, in the beginning is exciting and is wonderful. But then, you know, after a while, after that luster runs off, it gets kind of you know, uh, you start to second guess some of the decisions and you get, it feels like it's a little frustrating and difficult to eat out and things of that nature. So I think it's so important to make the decision and do some research. Another thing that I think is so important too is to connect with vegan friends. You can start online and connect with people. A lot of my vegan friends I actually met online, but we became friends in real life and we do things together in real life. But we started off on Twitter. We started off on Instagram. I think it's so important to connect with like-minded people in this journey. Start following some of these vegans that you really like to get ideas from and to get some inspiration as well. And take some of those connections off the internet into real life. Um, you know, like I mentioned in that latest video on my YouTube channel, I actually met with some of my vegan friends the same weekend that I, well, actually the next weekend that I had um, had that conversation with my friend Lisa. And it was great connecting with those friends and having some conversation about some of my struggles because I was really going through a little part where I'm just like, what am I doing? You know, why am I still doing this? And I felt like I'm, I just, it feels kind of lonely. You feel like you're the only one having issues and everyone else is going around bouncing around and everything looks so perfect when you see people on Facebook and no one's, I feel like they're not talking about these struggles. And I really, really want to be the voice of the struggle. And I really want to work on being more open about some of my concerns and some of the things that I see and some of the things that um, I want to improve on in my own life. Because, you know, before I put that video out, I was really concerned that I wouldn't help anybody, you know, that it would put it out there and it just, it would kill my credibility to say that I'm having some issues. I really was a little nervous about that because I don't see it. So I figured that it must have been something bad that happened to some other people and that's why they don't talk about it. But you know what? I have to get over that, get over myself because the only way that I'm going to grow is to be to be transparent and to be willing to uh, not care about any of the backlash that I get based on some of the decisions that I make. So yes, I really firmly believe that it's important to connect with some like-minded people and to have some, um, to form a relationship with some of those people so that you can have somebody to bounce some of these concerns off of and have somebody to understand your struggle because most of us don't have family and friends that necessarily understand what it means to want to get on a vegan journey and especially when you want to take your family along with you. A lot of people don't have a lot of experience with that. So the next tip I want to give you that I help you get back on your vegan journey is to be willing to experiment with various recipes. OK, so I have to share this experience with you, this story with you. Uh, when I first became a vegan, one of the meals that I thought that would really like kill this journey for me and make it so that I couldn't do it anymore was the fact that I really wanted macaroni and cheese to taste the way it did before when I was a vegan and when I, before I was a vegan, I wanted it to taste the same way. And I tried several recipes online and most of them were garbage. They were terrible and they tasted nothing like what I wanted. And so I was so discouraged because I thought that macaroni and cheese was going to be the deal breaker. I thought that was going to cause me not to go back because I just love it so much. So 
I say all of that to say that you have to be willing to experiment with various recipes. If you come across a recipe, you try it and it's terrible, do not let that be the end of it. These days, I actually have two recipes that I really enjoy for macaroni and cheese. They don't taste exactly like it, but it's pretty damn close and I'm so excited to have that in my life. So be open to it, experimenting with different ingredients and experimenting with various recipes because I'm telling you, some stuff I tried out there and I'm just like you know what I don't know how anybody eats this (laughs) because it's not for me so just be willing to do some of those things another thing that you want to do and I think this is pretty important too I mean I guess sometimes I go back and forth with this next step that you may want to do and the next strategy is to clear out your house of non-vegan food and of course I think this is important because if you have a fresh slate at home and everything is you know delicious and plant-based at home and you don't have to worry about having all of these vegan, I mean, non-vegan foods that tempt you in your house, I think that's a great way to get started. Now, I do realize that a lot of people aren't willing to clear the house completely of vegan, um, non-vegan food in the beginning. I completely understand that. But I think it does help you get started if you clear your house, you know. Before you clear your house, make sure you get like a week or two worth of vegan and groceries, you know, like a lot of grains and fresh fruit and vegetables and beans and Um, non-dairy milk and non-dairy margarine kind of stock up on everything you need first and then go about two weeks you know have about two weeks of groceries just to get yourself you know used to cooking vegan meals and then do that I think it's just really easy to just start that way if you just clear out everything and go from there because then you have no choice when it's time to cook that you cook something that's plant-based you know you have no choice but to research recipes and go through cookbooks and read blogs to find some ideas because you have to be vegan because you already made that decision to go you see how this is all tying back together (laughs) so yes I think it's important to do that now I will say though that if that is just too extreme for you, because I know some people it is, it's okay to baby step your meals. You know what I mean? You don't have to jump completely back on track right away. Just gradually do it. Start with breakfast, you know, start with a vegan breakfast. Um, you can do grits and oatmeal, things that you typically would probably eat or cold cereal. Just make sure you check the ingredients to make sure there's no dairy and then use a non-dairy milk. So you can do that. You can do smoothies and instead of using regular milk, you can use almond milk or soy milk or whatever you have available and just start slowly with your meals if you want to. OK, I advise to kind of just jump back in if you want to. Because I think it's a little a little better to do it that way. But I realize that not all of us are um, people who can do that or who are willing to really do that. But here's another thing, too. I sound like I know I'm going to sound like a contradiction because for myself, I actually baby stepped my way into this lifestyle, too. You know, I was a vegetarian for two years. And during like that last six months of my vegetarian journey, I actually started to transition to vegan. So I don't think that I know I sound like a contradiction that you have to necessarily all jump in. But I think it just makes it a lot easier once you make that decision to just jump in and just start experimenting and be willing to just fail and fail fast on your face and just keep going you know what I mean so yeah clear out those cabinets if not let me go back to that if you don't decide to clear out the cabinets slowly start to do it so have breakfast that are vegan have your snacks are vegan you know kale chips fresh fruit nuts seeds so many different options out there for you to have some vegan snacks and breakfast and then you can move on to lunch and then finally dinner I always think dinner is like the monster you know for us people who have families who are trying to go vegan with their families so dinners are definitely the monster meal so you can start there late if you want to and just get everybody accustomed with breakfast and snacks or just completely clear out your house and jump right into it 
So the last thing I want to talk about is the importance of not beating yourself up. I have to like stress this to you so much. I think it's it's so important. It's so counterproductive to beat yourself up about not staying on this journey or, you know, having some slip ups or having any type of issues with food. I just think it's so important for you not to beat yourself up. Okay, this is something that I'm learning for myself. You know, when I have issues and I and I eat something that's not vegan or if I, I have cravings for food that isn't vegan, I would spend so much time beating myself up. And it was so counterproductive, you know. It doesn't make me feel good. It, all it does is make me want to eat worse, you know what I mean? So I think it's important to just be gentle with yourself, love yourself, and realize that this is a process. It is a journey. It does not have to happen overnight, okay? Whatever works for you and your lifestyle, make it work. Don't ever let anybody tell you differently because I'm telling you, people will try to tell you differently. You have to make it work for you okay so those are the strategies to get back on track those are the tips to get back on track if you you know have kind of slipped off this vegan journey as the year is going on you know first of all you want to let's go ahead and recap you want to make the decision that you're going to go vegan okay do the research connect with some vegan friends do some recipes from cookbooks go to some vlogs experiment with as many recipes as you can so that you can get accustomed to this lifestyle and feel more comfortable you know it's only going to come with practice you can't just expect everything to come to you perfectly the way it is especially if you're someone like me who used to always see meat as the center of every meal like if there was no meat then it wasn't a meal you know it was kind of a snack or a side dish so you have to do some experimenting so that you can feel comfortable with vegan meals also if you want to and I think this is important would clear your house or if you can't do that or is it not something that could work for you right now what you can do is baby step into the lifestyle have breakfast and then have some snacks that are vegan and then work from there so and last but not least make sure you don't beat yourself up because it's just it's so counterproductive it's not going to get you far if you beat yourself up about it so just do the best you can every single day you have a fresh start to do the best you can in this lifestyle and make it work for you opposed to it working you okay so yeah that is pretty much it for me thank you so much for listening i really really appreciate it if you have some questions that you want me to answer be sure to email me at monique at brownvegan.com every week i do send out a newsletter at brownvegan.com which is my blog i send out a newsletter where I give tips and recipes and strategies and motivation and all of that good stuff. I just love sending those out. So definitely get on my mailing list at brownvegan.com so that you can get that. And next month, speaking of meals and things of that nature, next month I am going to be coming out with meal plans. And the meal plans are just going to be dinner recipes and pictures and information and a grocery list. I'm going to be doing that every week starting next month. So definitely get on my mailing list so that you can get some information on that. I'm going to keep it very inexpensive. It's going to be $5 a week and you'll get some five meals and it'll feed up to five people okay so I call it five 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 vegan is what I'm going to probably call it but that's something that I'm working on so if you have like I said any questions or concerns or you have anything you want to discuss with me be I'll be more than happy to help you in any way that I can so just email me at monique at brownvegan.com thank you so much again for listening and I will see you or actually talk to you very soon with another podcast have a great day